Zach and Lindsay here with you. We are now joined by Staff Sergeant Jackson with the U.S. Army. How are you, my friend? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good, peoples. Peoples? I love it. I love it. <laughs> was that a Snapchat story that we just did? Absolutely was. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Is, so hip and trendy. This is the most energy any guest has had in, like, months. I, and I love to see it. You'll yeah. love to see it. Yeah. I mean, you come in and you're like, all right, it's been a year or so since uh, since you, since you you've uh, come on. You're like, I listened to me uh, last time and... You didn't realize how fast you were talking. I'm like, no, I like the energy. I'm fine with it. <laughs> well, just to let you know, it was not just Snapchat. I got you guys on Instagram. got you guys on Facebook. It's going to be a TikTok once I leave here, but you guys are everywhere. Well, that's huge. That's <laughs> huge. I love it. What an honor. Promoting himself. The man did film study to get ready for the thing. This is great. I would need you to come every week. Yeah, really. I would have I taken that five-second video a lot more seriously as a background actor if I had known all that. <laughs> yeah. I'm an extra over here just, like, looking at, straight at the camera. Yeah, I, I was making ridiculous that. faces. Yeah, I, 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 oh, well, that's okay. That's okay. Well, man, uh, how, are things, uh, how are things from a recruiting standpoint with the U.S. Army right now, man? Uh, hectic, hectic. Um, COVID is still high. Um, right. But the Army and recruiting people are not trying to hear that. We have to try to find more innovative ways, like my phone, to try to – like posting things on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. You got to get into this social media because that's what the kids like nowadays. Right. Right. With it kind of getting towards the end of the school year, for, you know, for for graduating seniors or things like that, is it does it typically tip tick up a little bit, or are all those guys kind of already decided? Well, yeah. So the end of the school year, um, it is higher. More more seniors are coming to us because, of course, their plan throughout the year did not succeed. Right. However, I'm glad you brought that up because this is a perfect thing for like juniors. Because we always say that uh, we have a pool for seniors, and it opens right when you become a senior. Good. Each job only has a limited amount of slots, and that starts almost, what, next month probably. Good. So now that it's the end of the year, all of the good jobs that everybody wants, the, the admin jobs, the easy jobs, are all taken. Sure. So now the seniors are like, I mean, I passed the test with, you know, flying colors. Why do I only have, you know, this? A yes. few options. Right. So. Yeah. That translates to the juniors because you juniors are finna be seniors within like the next month or so. So you get first pick over stuff. Yes. Yeah. So uh, what what ends up happening is the juniors are like, you know, I still have a whole year left. I have, you know, plan A, B, and C. Well, if the Army or military is plan C, which is still good, you can lock down plan C right now mm -hmm. and get the job that you want in the field that you want just in case plan A and B doesn't work. Now, what I'm going to say something that the Army doesn't want you guys to know. Oh, no. It's a little cheat code for you guys. Okay. All right. All right. Signing a contract in the Army doesn't mean anything until you go to basic training. So there's a stigma out there saying that us recruiters are trying to get you guys to sign things and lock you into the Yeah, military. like you're stuck. Once we, right. Oh, we got a signature. We, we, we got him. He can't go anywhere. Exactly, yeah. which is why it deters, defers them from trying to come in here and talk to us. Right. But secure your job now in the field that you want. So... At the end of the year, if you got the if you got your college or whatever, you can be like, okay, sorry, Army. I mean, I don't need you guys. Or Plan A and B fails, and you're like, okay, I still got my Plan C. My mind is completely blown. I had no idea that's how that worked. There is absolutely no reason that every single rising senior should not be talking to the U.S. Army and saying like, hey, here's if I don't get the college I want or if I don't have whatever, here's what the job I want to do. I want something with air conditioning. I want something, you know, where you know, I'm an admin job or whatever it is. There's no reason you shouldn't be doing that if you're a if you're a rising senior. The fact that that you can sign lock in that job and then if you if your A or B works out, you can do it with no penalty. There's no reason to not do that. 
Exactly. I Switch. never I never knew this. Hidden secret. It's like God, we just like man. discovered a new like <laughs> I just shade of a color or something. A new yeah. element. Oh, thank you so much. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Put that on the periodic table right now. <laughs> We're joined this morning by Staff Sergeant Jackson. We're talking all things recruiting with the US Army right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach and Lindsay here with you, joined by Staff Sergeant Jackson. Talking uh, talking all things U.S. Army. So you were talking about uh, you know a lot of the jobs that people want. So what are some of the jobs that, that, that people are really interested in when they uh, when they sign up and you know join the Army? Most people want an admin job where you can sit at a desk. Uh-huh. If not an admin job, they want some type of like supply because they know that all of these jobs are everywhere in the world. Like if you came out of when you retired out of the Army. Secondly, uh, most kids nowadays are not trying to retire. So they're trying to get into a field that can get them to the next level when they do get out of the Army in two, three years or whatever. But because of that, it's just like everything else in the world. It's like a supply and demand. So everybody in the world wants an admin job. There's only so many slots. Mm-hmm. Even if they get into that job, a lot of, the reason why a lot of people get upset and say I was an E4 for five years or whatever is because... It's a supply and demand. There's a thousand admin people, but there's only so many slots for the next level, and each level gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Right. So you'll be you'll be an E4 just waiting for one of these E5s to get promoted, but mm-hmm. one of these E5s is waiting for one of these E6s to get promoted, and so on and so forth. All the way up to like the Joint Chief Staff. Like, yes. <laughs> it just keeps on going. Yeah, yes. massive chain. Yeah. Yep. And then that's people end up staying at E6 because E7s is is just the uh, some of these jobs, they merge. Mm-hmm. They merge into like five different jobs merge into one. So now the pool is even it's small. Like a, it's like the a super job. Yeah. The yeah. pool is bigger, but the options are smaller. So Jobtron. It's like Voltron, but a job. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A Jobosaurus, if you will. So bad. We're so yeah, dumb. So, <laughs> so dumb. Mega job. I don't know. Yeah. What job did you get? My job title is a 25 Lima. That's in the communication field. My, I'm responsible for all cables, any kind of cable, uh, uh, internet cable, sure. cable, the steel cable, uh-huh. uh, any kind of cable that you can think of, wires, that's me, fiber. Did you go into the Army wanting to do that? No. Well, Why do you think he learned the trick about how to get the job he wants? Sorry. Well, my, my recruiter didn't lie to me. He kept it real. Um, I scored pretty high on the ASVAB. I had like that's a flex. A plethora, <laughs> definitely flex. I, I had a, a lot of job options, but I didn't know what I wanted to do at all. Yeah. So when I went, I went into the to the office, and I was like one of those unicorns because I didn't had no tattoos, no law violations, pretty fit, and I scored. Did you jacked? Say it. you can say it. I'm pretty jacked. Yeah. Um. So they were like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "I don't know. I want to be in the army." They were like, "Well, what are you good at?" I said, "Fitness." Well, they were like, well, seems like you're a talker. I was like, yeah, well, let's put you in the communication field. I said, great. Now, think about it. My Army recruiter did kind of lie to me because he said, he said. Who was it? Call him out. I don't remember Say his, his name. name. Say his name. If I knew it, I'd tell you. Say his okay. name. <laughs> so he was like. Um, you're going to run into him one day and put, be like, hey. Put him on blast. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> he said, we're going to put you in the communication field. I said, great. I can talk. He was like, so I said, so what am I going to be doing? He was like, oh, you'll be, you know, answering the phone with somebody's secretary. I said, easy. <laughs> And then I make it to uh, AIT, and they were like, yeah, you're going to be doing cables. You're going to be outside. I said, huh? Outside? <laughs> <laughs> Out in the field doing cables. He's like, well, this is not what I signed up for. Literally. <laughs> yeah, he, he did you wrong. Yeah. There is no talking involved in this. This is just making cables. 
I'm twisting wires. But, well, you've been very real with all of this, and I remember this when we had a conversation with you when you came in, you know, several months ago. But uh, I think the honesty, and it sounds like you're super honest when when, when kids come up to you and kind of want, want information on, you know, what the best thing to do is. It seems like you're pretty upfront with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I'm not I'm not here to try to like trick somebody to come into the army. Because like I said earlier, I have to get on social media. So if these kids like me and know that I'm real. And then they follow me on social media. They tell their friends that, yeah, he's the realest recruiter that I've ever met. He, you know, just I'm just here to guide you through the process. He yeah. TikToks. Yeah. Right. Mean, yeah. Right. The realist. <laughs> I'm going to change my name to the realist. <laughs> Sergeant the realist. No, I was just thinking, uh, I don't know. I got nothing. Okay. Got Real, realist Jackson. I don't know. I got nothing here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's something there. We can workshop. There's a branding break. opportunity. You're in communications. You should know this. <laughs> He's like, I'm in cables, man. I'm yeah, cables. it's like, I make that's, cables. That's a misconception. Yeah. What, what's your least favorite kind of cable to work with? Fiber. Oh, fiber. Fiber is real tedious. Like, that cable right there, that internet cable, I can make that in, like, less than a minute. This blue one right here? Yeah, he can make that while one. talking to you. Yeah, he doesn't even have to pay attention really? to it. But, yeah. like, fiber optic? Because like it's glass, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, really, very, very really fine really glass. Yes. Is it just fragile? Is that why? Yes. But this is it's like steps to it. But if you mess up on step three, which is like the hardest step, you got to go all the way back to step one. What's step three entail? You got to like, you got to. There's a lot of hand right motions now? here in the studio right now. And the hand motions don't translate on radios. That stuff, Dr. Jackson. I think he's having flashbacks. You got to kind of like clean the glass. So it's really, 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 really thin. You can't just like blow on it? No. Okay. There's like this. Some Nintendo Zack. You yeah. gotta like do this little <laughs> circular motion, and you gotta keep going. You gotta be real light though. Right. If you go too heavy, then it might break. But if you go too light, it's not clean enough. So you gotta. The movement you're doing is uh, was textbook. I can tell. Very rhythmic. Yeah. It's the hardest part. You do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> Very much a <laughs> repetitive stress injury. You know. Folks are like in there at the orthopedic clinic, and it's like, hey, what happened to you? Oh, you know, I, I hyperextended a knee playing football. What happened to you? Uh, repetitive stress from winding fiber optic cables. Right. Step three really got to step me over the years. Step three got me, man. <laughs> yeah. I got got by step three. Uh-huh. You All right. About five circles, and you got to look through a magnifying glass to see if it's clean or not. Right. And then you really don't know if it works until you connected everything, which is like step five or six. That seems like a, like a flaw in the system. You have to go through all the steps before you know if it works or not. You can't, like, check it halfway through. They made you do that outside? No, that's actually inside. That's so. nice. Yeah. That was very considerate of them. But everything else, so cables, your communication stuff is usually the first thing that goes in. So, like, when you go to the field, you have yeah. tents and you have computers and stuff, right, even in my joint. Sure. But then there's, like, no AC. You're practically outside but right. with shade. Yeah. Right. But also, like, less, it, less air moving because you're in a tent, obviously. And I imagine that when something breaks, it never breaks in, like, the most convenient place to do it. It breaks, like, at the end of the field by, like, where it turns into mud, and yeah. you're over there trying to get it fixed. There's no doubt. Yes, where, where Where were you in the world with doing this? Uh, Korea. So Did you came, like Korea? I love it. Korea was probably the best place I've ever been in my life. And really? A lot of what did you like so much about it? <sighs> so you're on a base, of course. Right. But right outside the base is, like, its own city. You don't have to drive anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, you go out of base, you go off base, and, like, there's, like, a mile radius of just stuff, stuff. to do. That's cool. That's cool. Buildings are on top of buildings on top of buildings. So you can have, like, Foot Locker, a bar, a, a club. Karaoke. Nothing is stronger than a Foot Locker bar combo. N name a better dynamic duo. I'll wait. 
Staff yeah. Sergeant Jackson and Fiber Optics. Uh, maybe so. Maybe so. All right. We, uh, we wrap up our conversation next. Final few minutes of this hour of Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach and Lindsay joined by Staff Sergeant, the realist, Jackson. Do you have a story for us? Is it story time? Absolutely. Story time. So about a week ago, I went to Walmart, and I was just, you know, trying to get people to join the Army. So I seen this guy. He had to be, like, probably 20, 21. Approached him, and I said, have you ever thought about joining the Army? I get straight to it. I'm not here to play games. He said, yes. I said, well, what happened? He said, well, after doing research, um, I noticed that I get paid more at Walmart than I do in the Army. I said, hmm. So how much do you think that we get paid in the Army as an E-1? He said, well, about 1700 a month. I said, okay, that's probably accurate. And then he said, so I said, so what do you make here? He said about 1900 a month. I said, wow, that's silly. So I said, are you married? He said, yes. I'm going to tell you that's going to play a role in the end. So I said, let me talk to you about how we actually make more money than you. Because to me, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you can keep at the end. Right. So I said, do you, do you pay rent? He said, yes. I said, so rent is roughly between 600 and 1500 depending on where you live. That's just right. what I gather from talking to people. So I said, let's just say you 800 That's in the middle. And then you got to pay utilities and stuff like that. So we're just going to cut it down to 1000 You pay $1,000 a month on rent. That leaves you with $900. So next, I said, all right, you have to pay for food, which is at least $7 a meal times five a week times sure. uh Four weeks. That's at least a hundred dollars, and then twenty-five on gas. That's at least another hundred, and then you got a car note, another hundred, and then you got car insurance, another hundred. For people who aren't keeping up, he has like maybe two or three hundred dollars at the end of the month to do whatever he wants. He's to got do. a two seventy-five. All right, two seventy-five. All right. He works at a bank, and that's just that's just quick math. All right. So now in the army, if you are single, making a seventeen hundred. You're no longer paying rent because we're renting you, we're putting you into a house. So that's a thousand that you get to keep. You're not paying utilities. That's free. You're not paying for food because, I mean, if you want to pay for food, you can. But we give you three, two, four meals a day. You're not paying for gas because you live practically across the street from where you work. Um, you have, and then you have your your dental, your medical, your health, your life insurance. All that is is paid for, and retirement. And retirement if you decide to retire. So, yeah, you're still going to be paying for your cell phone, and, yeah, you're going to be paying for your car insurance. However, your car insurance can go down if you're in the military, and your APR can go down when you're in the military mm-hmm. as well. So you getting paid 1700 and you're probably spending, you know, maybe three. So is this how come I see every, like, kid right out of basic – with, with a brand-new charger? Absolutely. Okay. That's how they afford the charger. They can I was only, like, wait a second. How does this make sense? They charge you a certain APR when you're in the right. Army. Yeah. Um, but That's a federal law. Now on to the marriage part that I said I was going to keep to the end. Right. Um, being married, if you live off post, the Army is going to pay you to live off post based on the cost of living in your area. So in Fort Benning, you get about $1,300 extra a month. So that 17 plus 13 just made you 3000 you still have to pay rent, of course, but it's coming out of the three thousand, not the seventeen hundred. Mm-hmm. And then they give you food; they they pay you three fifty for food because now that you're not living on base, you don't need to go to the defect or the cafeteria or what you want to call it. They're sure. paying you extra to eat, so none of that stuff is coming out of your pocket. So instead of you having your seventeen thousand, seventeen hundred a month, 
you know, you, you have thirty three fifty. Thirty three fifty minus whatever you, you choose to pay for rent. So the question is who's really making more money? Right. What did he say after you told him all that? He gave me the look that you're giving me right now, like, wow. Nice. <laughs> and then he signed up. Well, That's he's, a store he's, in, he's in the process right now. That's awesome. That's great. That. That's great. That guy went into work but came out with a career. There you go. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, man. Really appreciate you. No problem. That is Staff Sergeant Jackson. Around the office, we call him the realist. <laughs> and that's why. Legend. That's why right there. Legend around the office. Lindsay, good show, my friend. Good show. Let's do it again tomorrow. Let's do it. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone. And get back to work.